Welcome back to another episode of Perspective Posse, the podcast dedicated to helping and empowering women of color to shift their perspective into manifesting the life they deserve. I'm your host, Rissa Sofar, and today I'm going to talk about the actual act of thinking positively and action steps you can start taking today, if you want, to help with getting and staying in your happy space. I mean, what exactly is thinking positively? It's just some woo-woo stuff, right? I mean, what difference is it actually going to really make? Do you have to walk around like everything is rainbows and butterflies? Positive thinking isn't about ignoring the negative stuff, but more about reframing how you look at the negative stuff. Learning to look on the bright side can surprisingly make a dramatic difference in your life. I know it has for me. And this is coming from a recovering pessimist and a professional Debbie Downer. I trained my brain to look at the glass half full. And let me tell you, it truly did change me in the best way possible. If you're anything like me, and if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to guess that you kind of are, then you probably need receipts on why thinking more positively will essentially raise the quality of your life. The cold hard facts, the truth behind how learning to be happy can literally get you the life you always dream about. I got you. I have the receipts. They're ready to go. We're going to break down studies, experiments. I have the proof. It makes a difference. I like to think of thinking positively like a practice. Um, Almost like you would if you read the Bible, uh, go to church, and work on a relationship with God. It's more that you're working on a relationship with yourself instead. You are your own religion. How you practice that religion is entirely up to you. So this is me telling you that there is a choice and a completely different way to live your life if you want. A beautiful one. A softer one. Probably one of the most powerful things I've learned is knowing that all the negative thoughts I've ever had about myself and life in general didn't really come from me. It's not my story. It came from someone who projected that story onto me as a child, and I just adopted it as my own because, I mean, I didn't know any better. I was a kid. The negative thoughts you have about yourself and life did not come from you. That's not your story. You know, maybe your mom's telling you that you're lazy. Maybe your dad constantly says there's never enough money. Or there's a coach saying, you need to lose weight. You need to make weight. You're not fast enough. Whatever the case. None of those are your story. You haven't even begun to write your story. And I'm here to tell you, you can make it as big and as juicy as you want. And I would love to show you how. So, in this episode, we're going to explore what positive thinking actually is, how to work on getting to that space, some science behind the benefits, and of course, a small meditation and affirmations you can use at any time. Let's dive into what positive thinking actually is. At its core, 
positive thinking or thinking positively or looking on the bright side is all about focusing on the good stuff in your life instead of getting weighted down by the negative. It's about finding joy in the little things and cultivating a more optimistic outlook on life. It's literally getting really, really good at being grateful. It's getting really good at finding the lessons in the most fucked up situations. It's about training and rewiring your nervous system to respond to life, not react to it. For example, I am so ready to get out of our apartment. We just had our daughter this past January, and we have quickly outgrown our two-bedroom space. So, right away, the conditioned pessimist side of my brain automatically wants to point out all the problems that I see with the apartment. It's too cramped. I can't function. I don't like the carpeting, all of the things. But then there's the high vibrational part of me that knows better. It knows that what I put out, I attract. So remember, the universe and the human brain don't recognize what you want and don't want. That's not its language. It responds to frequency. It responds to feeling. It responds to what you're focusing on. So if I'm sitting here all day, every day, and pointing out why I don't like my apartment, you bet your ass I'm going to end up finding it unlivable at some point. And I'll probably even attract more problems. Another more recent and maybe minor example Our television literally took a shit last night. After six years, it just decided to stop working. It just stopped turning on. We did all the things and troubleshooted, trying to get it to work. But after three YouTube tutorials, we just knew it was donezo. But right there, in this moment, in this moment of frustration, confusion, inconvenience, (laughs) I had a choice, an opportunity, really. I could either dwell on the fact that the television stopped working and let myself get weighed down by the inconvenience, like, oh my god, why now? The last thing I want to purchase is another TV that's just more money. This is the end of the night. I just want to enjoy myself, blah, blah, blah. Which, you know, I kind of went there a little bit, but I chose to pivot. And look at this as the universe doing its thing and nudging us to get a new TV. I have the money, I have the time. The problem really was already solved. And that's the thing, like, I'm asking for more abundance from the universe, for my life to be expansive, and if getting a new TV is part of that, then it is what it is. I'm not going to sit there and be upset about it, but that's perspective, right? That's me doing the work and studying how to have and maintain a positive outlook, a positive mindset. And I mean, I was conditioned literally for like 30 plus years, I'm 35, to fall victim to the mindset of getting frustrated by things that are guaranteed to happen. And what I mean by guaranteed to happen, like TVs break, cars break down, wear and tear happens on households. Wear and tear happens on clothes. Like these are all things that you are going to have to eventually repair. Um, it's just it just goes with life. It's regular wear and tear. So having that outlook, like okay, things are going to happen. One thing guaranteed in life. One thing that I will always put money that the, the pot that I will always put money in is shit is going to happen, guaranteed. 
And it's your perspective and it's your outlook on on those situations that make the difference. So whenever these negative thoughts creep up, right away, I've gotten really good at catching myself, identifying the low vibrational thought and pivoting to a mindset of gratitude. And we went and just got a brand new TV and now we have this bigger, newer TV and we're like, whoa, it's so nice. You know what I'm saying? Wait, perspective. I also saw a reel on Instagram the other day. One of my favorite thought leaders, Simon Sinek, um, he was giving one of his amazing speeches to, I don't know, the school, who knows where he was at at this time. And he gave a brilliant example of how the human brain works. And I'm going to play a clip for you right here. The human brain cannot comprehend the negative. It is incapable. Yes, it's true. I'll give you an example. Okay, no, no, I'll give you an example. You don't have to believe me. I'll prove it. I'll prove it. Okay, the human brain cannot comprehend the negative. You ready? Don't think of an elephant. Oh. Yeah, I know. You can't, you can't tell the human brain not to do something, right? And so what happens is we very often reinforce things when we put things in the negative, right? I can't get apart. I can't get apart. I can't get apart, right? Or um, um, I can't do this versus I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep doing this, right? Um, and and it's, it's such a huge thing to, to convert things into the affirmative. You're supposed to do it with children as well. We're supposed to say, we're, instead of saying to children, don't eat on the couch, we're supposed to say, eat at the table. Right? We tell people what we want them to do, not what, them, what we don't want to do. Pilots know this. right? It is well known in the pilot community that when you tell a pilot, don't hit the obstacle, they'll hit the obstacle. Because what they're doing is focusing on the obstacle. Skiers know this. If, if you ever seen skiers go through trees, do you know how they do that? It's very easy. It's actually surprisingly easy. If you go through trees on skis and you go, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, guess what you're watching? You're only looking at trees. All you're doing is seeing trees. You don't understand how anyone can ski with all these trees, right? As opposed to follow the snow, follow the path, follow the path. The only thing you see is the path. Skiers know this. If you say don't hit a tree, you'll hit a tree. You won't be able to find a path because all you see is millions of trees. If you say only follow the path, you actually don't see any trees. There's actually very sparse trees. There's plenty of path. There's plenty of snow. It's the same thing for you. If you focus on the obstacles, all you will see is obstacles. If you focus on the path through the trees, all you will see is path through the trees. It's your choice how you choose to perceive your own career. It's literally perspective. So how do we get there? How in the hell do I stay hopeful and optimistic in the face of just really unfortunate challenges or just inconveniences? How do you start to train your brain to avoid the trees while going downhill at 90 miles per hour? Well, first, I invite you to accept and normalize the thought that life happens. Good stuff happens and bad stuff happens and that is a 100% guarantee, baby. And the power of positive thinking has 
really changed my life, like really drastically has changed my life. And I want to share with you guys stuff that I started doing and still do to this very day to just maintain the state of thinking positively. Just things that I do to practice, to just be this person that is grateful and, you know, just happy to be where she is while going after more. You know, two things can be true at the same time. But before I do, let's look at some examples and studies of how positive thinking can have an impact on the quality of our lives. Because as I mentioned, I'm going to bring receipts. Because if you're like me, uh, it helps to see how it happens. Um the mechanics behind it, so we know how to approach things. Did you know that changing the way you think also physically changes your brain? Think about it. Like, just the act of working on changing how you think can physically alter your brain. It's honestly kind of cool. Positive thinking literally changes how your brain looks and also builds new neuro pathways. Uh, neuro pathways are those little like webbed tentacle looking things that they're like connections within the brain and they communicate to each other. I don't know the full science behind it, Um, but if you look it up, you'll see I'm kind of in the ballpark. Uh, there's so many studies online, really cool videos you can watch on YouTube. It's, it's pretty mind blowing. Some of my favorite work is done by Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's a researcher, an author, a chiropractor, uh, who specializes in neuroscience. His autobiography is also crazy. He basically got into a really gnarly accident that was supposed to paralyze him for the rest of his life, but it did not. Like the superhero that he is, he literally heals himself with his mind, like a Marvel character. Uh, Definitely read his book. It's pretty interesting. And because he's a neuroscientist, he talks about the science behind it. And that, his work is what really got me into um, how the brain works in terms of the way that you think. Um, I love him as an example because of that. Uh, He specializes on the connection between the mind and the body. Uh, He shows the practicing techniques like meditation and visualization can rewire the brain to focus on positive emotions and experiences leading to a greater happiness, resilience, and just overall a better life. Another example, there was a study done in 2011 at the University of Los Angeles that found that practicing mindfulness meditation can lead to changes in the brain's structure and function. The study found that participants who practiced mindfulness meditation for eight weeks showed increased gray matter in areas of the brain associated with learning memory and emotional regulation. Another study conducted by researchers at the University of Wisconsin found that practicing compassion meditation can lead to changes in the brain's neural circuits associated with empathy and social cognition. The study found that participants who practiced compassion meditation showed increased activity in the insula and temporal parietal junction, two areas of the brain associated with empathy and perspective taking. 
what these studies show, it's basically compelling, almost undeniable, pretty undeniable evidence that changing the way we think can have real, measurable, tangible effects on the brain. Like you, they can put the picture of the brain on the MRI, on the scan, whatever they use to measure the activity going on in the brain, and they can physically see a change in the way that the brain operates by simply thinking differently. And what does that show us? That we can actually change who we are. There's proof. And people have changed and continue to change, to heal, to up-level, to ascend like accomplishing goals they thought they would never accomplish. I've done stuff that I thought I would never do in a million years simply by changing the way that I think. Let me tell you a story. A long time ago, I did some really dumb, stupid shit that hurt my family. And for years, I subscribed to the thought that I was and always will be this fuck up because of what I did. Not realizing that I chose to define myself as that mistake because that's who I just decided. Like, yep, I am this person. No one likes me. Everyone's upset at me. What was me? What was me? If I'm a fuck up, I guess I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to be that all the way through and through. Because I made that choice, I convinced myself of that. I began making more decisions that were in alignment with that thought process. Someone who didn't make good decisions, someone who didn't care, someone who's like, well, this is to be expected. The worst is to be expected. And then one day I just got sick of it. One day I was like, I don't want to live like this anymore. And I learned that I could choose to look at myself in a different light. And man, once I saw that was possible, man, I made it my practice. No, no, no. I made it my religion to change how I felt and viewed myself, which eventually changed how I looked at my life as a whole. It was like a, like a repercussion. It was a spillover. It was, um, I don't know. It just just naturally happened. And I was no longer Rissa the fuck up, the flake, the black sheep, or the weirdo. I became Rissa the philosopher, the positive thinker, and just the high vibrational being. And it's something I work at every single day. Every day. Okay, okay. So, no, 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 no. I know you're probably like, okay, Riss, we're happy for you. Glad you got there. But can you get to the good part? Can you tell us what we need to do to... Just think more positively. I got you. Let me tell you how I got kind of good at looking at the glass half full. All right. Before I dive into these active steps that I that I took and, you know, that I want you to take towards your happiness and being in that happy state of positive thinking, I need to emphasize and just remind you guys of a couple of things. And just to keep the following in mind, first and above everything, give yourself grace and please be kind to yourself as you're working to bring this new practice into your life. You have been conditioned 
to think one way literally all of your life. And it's going to take time to get a hang of creating these new habits and these new thought patterns. Remember, you are creating brand new neural pathways while simultaneously breaking down old paradigms. You're going to have some really, really bad days. You're going to have some really, really good days. And by accepting the fact that this is not a perfect process, this is actually, um, surprisingly, it can get dark if you let it get there. Like, to be more positive, you have to be aware, and the awareness brings on a lot more information about yourself that you may not have been ready to face, but you got to face it anyway. But that's that's when you get deeper into your work. I digress. Second thing, or, you know, so just be kind to yourself. Just be kind. Give yourself, just be patient. Give yourself grace. Second thing, you have to, and I mean you have, 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 have to. Do the work. Everything I am sharing with you today will literally mean nothing, nada, if you don't do the work. And that's going, and that means doing the things that I'm going to tell you to do, taking these steps, doing these action steps, doing your homework, you know, doing the things required of a religion to practice that religion, which is getting to know yourself and changing your thought patterns. And sometimes it gets dark because with self-awareness comes realizing things about yourself you weren't conscious of before and your ego will fight you. Your ego will throw hands and not be happy to be here. But those are the times when doing your action steps will really matter. And the fact that you have gotten there means that you were doing it correctly. And social media has gotten really good at commercializing self-healing and shadow work and like all of the things and like I don't think it's emphasized enough how intense, how gnarly, how ugly, and how dark shadow work can get. And by not having that conversation, by not having that sense of transparency and clarity, uh, a lot of people are like, what the fuck? Why do I feel this way? And they are ill-prepared and don't have the tools required to deal with that type of work to move through it to feel it to let the emotions do its thing and write out like it's it's really intense if you don't have the proper tools so do the work okay here we go action steps so the first thing that helps me with uh, obtaining a more positive outlook uh, to think more positively is practicing gratitude. Shocker. Yeah. It might sound woo-woo or even obvious and uncomplicated, and that's because it is. Every single day, every day, this this, this is the work. It's tedious as it sounds. This is the work. Every single day, I find one to 10 things I am grateful for. And when I first started doing this, I sucked at it. It was hard. I was so used to thinking negatively and complaining about things that the idea of finding something to be grateful for was literally like learning to walk. If this sounds like you, then 
you know, you're in the right place. And my suggestion, if it's hard for you to just, you know, start, uh, start off small. Don't even overwhelm yourself. I mean, be really simple. Be really obvious. For example, you can simply just be like, I'm grateful for waking up. I am grateful for being able to breathe in oxygen. I am grateful that I am healthy, that my body is running correctly, that I have food in my fridge, shoes on my feet. Yeah, it might seem um, obvious is the only word I can really like find. It might seem like duh. But by starting there, you're taking away the pressure of feeling like you have to perform. Um, you are exercising the muscle of gratitude that I guarantee you is probably atrophied because mine was. Think of it like going to a gym. Seriously, uh, when you go to a gym for the first time in 30 plus years of never working out, expecting to bench press 100 pounds, what do you think is going to happen? You're probably not going to bench press 100 pounds. When you go in there, start small. You grab a five pound weight and you start with those. Then you go back every day and, you know, eventually the next week, maybe it's 10 pounds, a couple weeks later, 15 pounds and 20. And then the next thing you know, you're at the hundred pound bench press, but it took time Took consistency above all it took doing the work. And it's the same thing with practicing gratitude. You work at it every day and you'll create those neural pathways in your brain and you'll end up being one unstoppable and grateful motherfucker, man. That's the goal. The second thing I like to do is journal. I love, love to journal. I've been journaling for years. I have manifested some crazy ass shit from journaling and I cannot emphasize enough the power of writing shit down. Even Nipsey Hussle said it. I wrote it down, then I followed through. It reduces stress by giving me a safe space to trauma dump and word vomit my emotions instead of calling my friends and trauma dumping on them and bringing them down and just, no, it's just a great place to just be raw and uninhibited and unapologetic with what I'm saying because no one's going to see it but me. Um, and seeing it down on paper and reading it back to myself really helps me dissect and unpack and unpack things. It enhances my self-awareness by allowing me to self-reflect. And it's another powerful tool to change thought patterns. Uh, it's one of my favorite reframing exercises. It involves journaling um, by identifying and writing down a negative thought. You know, for example, it could be, uh, I am overweight. That's a common one, right? I'm overweight. I don't like my body, whatever the case. And then reframing it and changing the thought, the statement to, I love my body. My body is healthy. My body takes care of me. Whatever the case, positive thought. And you write that over and over like standards. You remember standards in school. I don't know if the current generation does standards because everything's on the computer but back in the day we would have to write standards if we got in trouble like I will not talk in class I will not talk in class be like write a hundred standards of I will not talk in class so it's the same concept but it's I love my body my body is healthy my body takes care of me and you write it over and over one of the best exercises Uh, another thing I do is practice mindfulness I am obsessed with meditating. I love meditating, but there are different types of meditating. I especially like to 
visualize and meditate. So visualization, meditation, what's the difference? Meditation is, you know, becoming one with yourself, going inside of yourself, quieting your mind, allowing thoughts to pass through, um, you know, just kind of being in your stillness to kind of receive messages from the universe as to where visualization meditation is putting yourself in the same Zen, but actively imagining and visualizing the life, the person, the, I don't know, things, stuff, feelings that you want in your life. And you have to actively use your imagination so intensely. You have to envision, let's say, like, for example, I want a house. I have to envision what it looks like, the color, how many rooms, what does the kitchen look like, um, what neighborhood, you know, try to smell what the house looks like. Try to really, 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 really make it feel like I am there. That is visualization meditation visualization and meditation. And it is very, very powerful. And there's a lot of science behind that as well, which I will not have time to cover in this episode today. But uh, that is one way that I practice mindfulness. Um, You can also do guided meditation. If you've never done meditation before and it's very new, it can be very frustrating because when you first start out, you have so, like your thoughts are so out of control. They're so everywhere. There's no boundaries on them and you've never practiced quieting your mind down before, it can be, the the silence can be deafening. Uh, So guided meditation is a great, great, great way to start out. There's tons of great stuff on YouTube, and I will be coming out with my own guided meditation soon. And um, I have one actually at the end of this podcast. Uh, I have one at the end of all of my podcast episodes. Lastly, I intentionally go out of my way and it is a non-negotiable to surround myself with positivity, with positive people, positive environments, positive situations, books, music, podcasts, videos. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I like to partake in my occasional Rachita stuff, but for the most part, I believe in micro learning. I believe in repetition. Um, There's science behind that. There's receipts behind that. And by basically ingraining all of that stuff into my life and every aspect of my life, it's going to keep me in that space. Um, I have affirmations written on post-its all over my, all over my house. I'm constantly saying mantras and songs and um, affirmations that are positive and just keeping me in that space. So like just surround yourself intentionally with positivity. If you're around someone and the vibes are off and and you're always just like, Oh, like I always just feel like ugh around them or in situations or hobbies that you do that just don't light you up, pivot, redirect, open up, get into your receiving road and see what else is out there. Your job is to be expansive. You're put on this earth here to be expansive and stretch and not be in the same same space. Like, you know, I've accomplished my goal of, of working for myself, you know, and I've been doing it for the past three years. And I'm at the next ascension of like, what's next? I need to be more expansive now. Like I've reached my expansion in that sense of like, I'm out the nine to five. I'm working for myself. Like that was a stretch for me. So what's the next thing to keep me in this vibration of creation and expansion? 
And that's what this podcast is. It, it's to me, it's been calling to me. It's been vibrating. It's been the loudest thought in my brain and my job is to get it out. And that's what I'm doing. So surround yourself with positivity. And those are some foundational. They're just, you know, that's it. That's, I don't have too much more. I can, you know, definitely give more if you guys want more, but those are very foundational things and a great place to start that helped me when I first started out on this journey of self-healing and positive thinking and manifesting and just, you know, just trying to vibrate on a higher level. My goal is to be so optimistic and positive that it might even seem delusional to some people. But now that I know I have a choice to be one or the other, I want my baseline. I want my regular, schmegular self to be so optimistic and not pessimistic. Yeah, you know what time it is. We've come to the end of another episode and I hope it's left you feeling hopeful that you have the power to change who you are and how you live your life. I want to leave you with your weekly affirmations to carry you through and redirect any thoughts that don't align to thinking positively. If you are driving, don't do any of what I'm going to say. But if you are somewhere where you can be comfortable, find a comfortable position, close your eyes, take a deep breath. <sighs> and allow yourself to let go of any thoughts or distractions and just focus on your breath. Inhale. And exhale. As you inhale, imagine that you are breathing in positivity, love, and light. As you exhale, imagine that you are releasing any negative thoughts, worries, or fears. I am worthy of love and happiness. I choose to focus on the positive aspects of my life. I am capable of achieving my goals and dreams. I trust in my abilities and inner wisdom. I am grateful for all the blessings in my life. Repeat these affirmations to yourself a few times and allow them to sink in and resonate with you. You can come back to these at any point. You can do this meditation at any point. Thank you for joining me again for another episode um, and this episode on the power of positive thinking. 
I hope that you gained some valuable insights and tools to help you cultivate a more positive mindset and create a more fulfilling life for yourself. Remember that changing the way you think takes time and effort, but by practicing techniques like meditation, gratitude, and affirmations, you can begin to shift your mindset towards a positive outlook. I encourage you to continue exploring the power of positive thinking in your life and to share these practices with others who may benefit from them. If you have any questions or feedback, please don't hesitate to reach out to me on IG or email me at perspectiveposse at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, if you like the show, share it with a friend, like, subscribe, um, do all of the things. It just helps boost the show and get it in front of the people who really need to hear stuff like this. So until next time... My posse, I am Rissa so far. Take care, stay positive, and most importantly, keep shifting your perspective. So much love. Posse out.